And I'm Bonnie Poricha, and welcome to Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we actually have some special guests joining us for episode 19. Yeah. Hey. Hi, guys. We're super excited <laughs> to be here. We're uh, Kennedy, Amara, and Milan from Just a Podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're so excited from our, for our friends from Just a Podcast to, to join us in discussing POC women and, that we admire. So if that sounds interesting, please stick around. But before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So I'm Kennedy, a part of the Just the Podcast team, and we're all seniors, and we wanted to start a podcast because we felt it was very important to talk about crucial conversations and show people that if we can have crucial conversations as teenagers, so can everyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it's a little bit awkward, hey, that's okay. It's still important to communicate and talk about certain subjects. Um, And then sometimes we do things that are very lighthearted. We did an episode of relationships and enneagrams we have some lighthearted and funny and some are more serious like body image and things like that yeah yeah so i'm just going to tell you where you can find us um follow us on instagram at just a dot podcast and then we are on all listening uh, platforms anywhere you can find a podcast and that is all linked to our link tree. So to find our link tree, go to linktree slash um, just a dot podcast. And that'll be L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash just a dot podcast. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Killed it. so we're so excited to have just a podcast here on our podcast today so just to just so you guys can get to know them a little better would you guys like to kind of introduce yourselves give like a fun fact or um things you're into sure yeah i'll start off yeah i'll start off okay so my name's amara i'm a senior in high school and i live in atlanta georgia i like politics i like activism and i really like photography Uh, my name is Milan, and I one of the really big things that I stand for is diversity and inclusion, and I love movies, movies and film. Yeah, she's going to be winning Grammys one day. Oh, that's, Grammys. That's so- Wait, oh. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Oscars. Hey, EGOT. How about that? Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, I tried, guys. I tried. Um, my name is Kennedy. I'm also a senior, and I'm a diver. It's a fun fact about me, and I love working with the special education community and I want to save the earth, you know, do good, recycle. Yeah. So yeah, a little fun, fun fact. Yeah, um, that's actually really interesting. I know Duwani is really into photography and I'm really into movies. So yeah, we already have like a lot in common. That's cool. Um, so anyways, now we just kind of go into our like highs and lows of the week, um, kind of like, you know, just talk about it. So, um, would you guys like to go first with like your highs and lows, like individually? Sure. Milan, do you want to start with that? I don't know. <laughs> I'll just think a little bit. I can um, go first. Okay. Yes, please. Um, my house is going under construction right now. So it's super loud. So I guess that's a low because it's just extremely loud. 
Um, but a high, I've been over my grandma's house because of that. And I've been spending a lot of time with my grandma and my yes. uncle. So that's been very fun. And she got a new puppy. So Mia. Yes. Little Mia spending <laughs> time with them. It's been a lot of fun. Well, that's cute. Should I go next? Sure. Okay. So I think my low of the week was definitely on Wednesday. So in my speech class, I'm in a speech class. We had to perform quote impromptu speeches which basically meant that we had 10 topics that we chose and then our teacher would basically just give us one of the topics to choose from but i realized that i definitely can't speak for three minutes on a topic so i literally wrote 10 speeches on my gosh thursday and i like literally imploded but it's okay it's fine and then a high (laughs) of the week um on Tuesday, I took like a mental health day and I didn't go to school or Zoom. I didn't Zoom that day. And yeah, one of my favorite shows right now is Rick and Morty and the entire season four was on HBO Max. So I watched the whole thing. Oh already, my yes. God. Exciting, <laughs> exciting. Did I tell you I watched an episode? <gasps> I did. <Whoa. laughs> um, okay, so my high of this week is that, you know what? It's that Billie Eilish's new song came out. It was good. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I watched the music video, liked that as well. And I really think it's cool that she directs like all of her stuff. That's super mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then my low this week is just that I don't really want to do like college stuff anymore. I kind of just want it to be done. Um, but it's not. But it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry. What about you guys? Um, Duane, you want to go first? Yeah. So my low was. Um, Sorry, I had something in my mind, I forgot. Um, my high was that Grey's Anatomy just came out with, like, their season four. Oh, yeah. It's that, like, like, season that. four? Mm-hmm. Season Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Season 17, so I was watching that, and I just, like, took time off to watch that. And then a low would be, um, I just had, like, a lot of assignments in school today, and it just seemed, like, never-ending, and it was just really tiring pretty much, like, at least um, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness it's Friday. I just feel like every single Friday, like it just comes in a cycle now that we're like on online school. It's like we hit Monday and then we hit Friday and then it's just Monday all over again. Yeah. It sucks. It like more than sucks, but like I don't know a different word for sucks. Yeah. So. I have a question about how, how are you guys doing school? Like, do you have the option to go in person or do you do it all online? It's all, all online. Okay. okay, yeah, like for us, our school system gives us the option to go in person if we want to, but none of us do. We all stay online because we're mm-hmm. scared. <laughs> I, mean, I would be too, like, and then like, um, if you if you choose to go back to school, do you have to like wear a mask and everything? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you do. I remember when everything um, was coming out in like uh, June, July, parents were like protesting because they didn't want their kids to wear masks in school. And it was very, it was very strange. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember our governor sued the mayor of Atlanta because he didn't want, like, a mask mandate to yeah. be a law. It was, it, it was crazy, but mm-hmm. you're required to wear a mask if you go back to school now. But still, I'm, like, I'm a little bit frightened. I wouldn't go back. I feel like it should be required for you to wear a mask. Like, I feel like it's, like, not that hard to just put on a mask if you're going outside, you know. Um, anyways. Completely agree. Um, yeah, what about your highs and lows? Um, okay, I guess I'll start with my low, just so we can go into like a high point. Um, my low was that um, 
this week has been really stressful with school and things like that. Um, there's just like a lot of like homework and tests and schoolwork. Um, and I guess my high was that Joe Biden won. Yes. I think that's a pretty good high. Definitely a celebration, definitely a win. Um, and Kamala Harris is our VP elect. So I think that's also really cool. Um, so that was definitely my high. Awesome. Anyways, um, that was just kind of our highs and lows, just kind of feeling it out there. Um, But today we want to talk about POC women that we admire and why representation is important. Um, So let's just get into it then. Um, First of all, I think we should definitely discuss like what is a person of color? Um, Do you guys want to just go right into it and answer that? Yeah, I actually want to just highlight um, why, like, saying BIPOC is also, like, it's kind of a new term that's come out recently, but it's something that really highlights, uh, like, specifically Black and Indigenous people, and then um, just make sure that everyone is included. So, um, yeah, BIPOC means Black and Indigenous people of color, but POC on its own means people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool because we're all people of color. Yeah, we are. I just yeah. realized that because I think um, me, Dwani, and Hannah are all Asian, right? <laughs> and then Kennedy and Milan are black. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love I think- color. a little spice um I think it's just so cool when um (laughs) yeah I think it's just so cool when you can just connect with people who are like people of color and things like that because while we all have different cultures and everything we all can like relate on some spectrum of things that happen and I just think it's so important when I find other teens who are like me other teen podcasters it just feels so empowering um so yeah that's that's definitely important to us too yeah and we can all also learn from each other like there's so much that we can learn about other cultures that we don't particularly identify with and Mm -hmm. so I I really love that aspect yeah yeah because even like I'm like Asian I'm Korean but I still don't understand what um somebody else like of a different race might go through like I don't understand what you guys go through as like black woman like I don't understand that you know still like I can see the prejudice I can see all that stuff but for me it's it's different than it is for you so it's important that we all learn from each other as well for Mm -hmm. sure yeah I definitely think like in the community we live in we live in kind of a more um the typical southern town you'd say and I feel like while we are supported in our community I just think that there's so much room for more and so much more growth um I feel like especially in our community, people of color try to fit themselves into a box and they feel like they really can't be themselves in front of everybody else. And I think like us doing what we're doing and you guys doing what you're doing in your community, it's really providing a voice for people who feel like they don't have the opportunity to speak out for themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. And for the people that are wanting to understand what it's like Mm -hmm. uh, about other cultures and wanting to hear from the perspective of people of color. I think that we provide a platform, both of our podcasts, for people to get a better understanding of what it's like from our eyes. Yeah, education is such a huge word, especially mm-hmm. recently, and I feel like if you're not directly relating, you're you're getting educated, and that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah, I literally, I just mm-hmm. learned something about Amara in the car, about her culture, 
Oh yeah. Um, I, I just learned something that I didn't know. And it's, it, it, that just goes to show that like, there's no maximum growth. Like you can always grow more. Um, and I think that's just very important to know that, you know, like get to know other people and get to know their stories because you never know. It could be really cool. Yeah. I mean, I had that same thing with Duwani. Like today I was talking to her about like Diwali, which is like an Indian mm-hmm. holiday. Mm-hmm. Duwani, do you want to say something about it? Yeah. Um, you know, well, especially with, like COVID and stuff has to be like a small celebration. So it's only my cousin's side for me, but, um, like, I don't know much about it because I'm not really religious, but, like, we do celebrate it, and so it's going to be something that we do tomorrow, and, yeah, it's like, like you guys were saying, I just think it's really cool that we, as people of color, get to, like, learn about our own cultures and, like, teach each other's, and um, I feel like in our community, it's not, like, predominantly white. I feel like it's mixed, but it's still, like, less people of color, and I just feel like sometimes it's hard to fit in with them because they don't understand where we come from, and Mm -hmm. I just think this is, like, a great way to educate people. Yeah, Yeah. and it was so cool to see like-minded teens, like, around our age Mm -hmm. who have, like, the same aspirations, you know, to, like, share your perspective. I think it's so cool. And it's so cool that you guys are, like, across the nation from us, too. Like, yeah, exactly. The direct opposite. Like, <laughs> exactly. y'all are diagonal from us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of um, what a person of color is, what a biopic is. And why did I say biopic? That's literally, like, a movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so now I think we should kind of talk about why it's important to talk about, um, why it's important to, like, empower other women, why it's important to talk about women we admire, um, why is it important to talk? Yeah, I think, I just saw a video, um, on Good Morning America, I think, and it was a little girl who saw Kamala Harris, and she Mm. said, it looks like me, and that just goes to show we need more woman empowerment because there's so many other little girls who are now seeing Kamala Harris. I'm like, Hey, I can become VP. I can become president and things like that. And I think it's important to empower each other, you know? And yeah, we were talking in the car actually. And, uh, you were saying like, I was like, Oh, Kamala Harris is the first, like, you know, um, API Asian American Pacific Islander, um, woman who's the vice president and then you were saying to me like oh wow like that's so much change and I was like no it's not really change like America has always been this way it's just now we're getting people in office who actually represent all mm-hmm. of America yeah yeah and it's like just like what we were talking about before with cultures like you don't know what's out there until you like finally discover it these people these kids that are growing up they don't necessarily know that they can go and be on these big platforms and do these big things until exactly. they see it and some people do have that uh amazing imagination and they can really think up those sorts of things but some people really need to see it yeah. to believe it and to know it's a possibility yeah for sure and when, when we were having that conversation um that amara just brought up and i was just like man like this is so great for our younger generation to realize like there's no limit of what I can do, you know, um, and just for everyone to see, but I especially think that little girls seeing that, I think it's, it's really cool, and hopefully, you know, they, they create a new wave, I think yeah. it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, go oh, you go first. okay, when I saw that, um, she was Joe Biden's, like, VP pick, I was, like, that's kind of insane, because even though, like, America has progressed, it's, like, still, you don't see 
people of color in like higher positions like even though yes like our um, society is modern is progressing it's still um I, I just think it's so unbelievable to like know right now that there is someone that looks like me who is vice president and I'm very much into politics I want to do law and I want to um you know, get into politics and so knowing that there's someone out there like me it gives me like hope that maybe that could be that could be me one day because mm-hmm. like a lot of the people that I look up to are like not Indian in like politics because there's not a lot of people that are Indian in politics especially in America obviously in America but so just knowing that there's someone out there like that um really inspires me to know that maybe one day that could be. yeah you mm-hmm. can do it yes <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, and I think it's also easy for a lot of people to say, no, America, you know, the United States has progressed so much, like, all these people of color, like, all these women, like, they have so many positions of power and things like that, but it's, like, it's still at a place where this is the first time in, like, mm-hmm. all of American history that a woman is vice president, like, we still don't even have a woman president, you know, so it's easy for all, for a lot of people to just be like, oh, you know, we're progressing so much, right, and it's easy for people to be like, oh, we're not progressing at all, and so I just think it's important to um, see women in positions of power, see women in media, because it is important to have yourself represented, as you said before, um, because when you see people like you doing things, it is it's like, it's like almost like hope, right? Um, And I feel like that's like, almost like a bare minimum now. It's like, oh, I like want to see that. I wish I could see that. And now that you are seeing it, it's just so empowering. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. you said about a bare minimum, like, I think honestly, the fact that we still praise women for getting positions of power over men is so like baffling. Like we have to praise a woman for being the vice president. It's mm-hmm. just not something that's natural. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. feel like once it becomes natural, that's when we realize we've actually progressed. Like, yeah. it yeah. shouldn't be surprising that, like, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris is a VP. And it shouldn't be surprising that, like, AOC is as powerful as she is. Like, it shouldn't be, oh, she's a woman of color. That's great. It should be, like, wow, she's a strong leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not just labeled as like a, a woman, woman, right? Yeah. Praising you know, them for their accomplishments. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that also brings up a conversation about, like, the way people treat women who are in positions of power, especially because I know I was watching the vice presidential debate and people had so much to say about the way Kamala Harris, like, acted or whatever, the way she spoke. And she it made was me so strong. Like, mm-hmm. I was so in awe of her that night. Like, yeah. she was amazing to me. Yeah, because that's how women have to speak for people men to take them like seriously you know like people don't understand that and also when men act that way it's just that's just because they're men right but if a woman acts that way it's 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 because she's rude it's because you know she's so like she's so rude and she's so dominant and she needs to watch her mouth and she's obviously not classy and all this stuff and it's like you know, like, I just, it brings up a conversation about the way women are treated in positions of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, two days before the actual election, I actually saw Kamala Harris. She came to um, Georgia, and she, Kamala was speaking, Stacey Abrams was speaking, a couple of our local politicians, like Lucy McBath, Carolyn Bordeaux, like, all of these women were coming out to speak, and I was just so 
excited to see these women blend in so naturally with mm-hmm. the men that were also running. Like right now, um, the Senate races, like John Ossoff was there, Raphael Warnock was there. It was just so great to like see all of this representation in one place. I was like, this is how it needs to be. Yeah. Like this is how it, it, it's supposed to be. It's not like only men and then like one woman it Mm -hmm. has to be everybody because if it's a representative democracy it has to be representative of everyone you know because i remember when um i was like i was looking at some results of like voting from within our senate and i remember seeing that like only one specific group voted for something and it ended up passing and i was like how is that even representative of everyone if only one group wants it you know, so I just think it's really important that we see everybody in our government, in politics, in the media, and in, in everywhere, because that's truly what America is. It's mm-hmm. not just the straight white male with others, you know, it's like, it's everybody, it's all together. Definitely, and I think, like, not in just terms, of, like, people, like, women of color, but just, like, women in general, and, like, um, I don't even know, like in Hollywood and businesses and politics, they're always looked down upon. There's always that something wrong with them or something that they're doing wrong. Like people just have to like, find a way to pick them apart like all the time. And I saw these couple of posts. I think they're pretty sure people like took them down, but people like there's these group of people that weren't even mad that a woman was vice president, but the fact that she was black and she was Indian and that she was gonna, um, you know how some people think like Black Lives Matter is a joke or is some like crazy movement or something like that, um, that she's gonna steer the country and make it crazy with like her um, Black Lives Matter agenda and some like crazy things. And I was like, but that's not true. Just because she stands up for Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that she's gonna like make this country crazy. And it was just all these white boys, just white men, just white men, picking her apart and I was like but like what is the reason like they don't have a legit reason to even like criticize her for it's just because she's a person of color wow wow yeah I mean we definitely have to change that perspective of not being whatever enough yeah you know and I think that with what we're talking about and things like that I really think we're getting that message out that you don't have to be a specific like trait to be successful you know like you do you and you do you do what you're passionate about um even though it can be hard but at the end of the day like you go for what you need and what you want to do yeah you got to be true to yourself yeah be true to yourself mm-hmm. yeah so I think that's definitely important. Um, And that's kind of part of the reason why it's so important to like empower other women too, because not just like women of color, just like all women, because we all need to like come together and just empower each other because I think it's just so important. Um, And also not to like bring each other down because that is a thing that happens. Like, um, you know, men will bring women down, but also other women will bring other women down. Um, And that's just for like all these different things. And I feel like sometimes we are raised with this almost like, um, I don't have the words for it, it's evading me right now, but sometimes we're just like raised um, that this is like a girl thing, like girls are emotional, you know, girls should, you know, girls are gonna have drama, girls are just not fit for certain things, girls should be ladylike and all that stuff, and so 
I think it's just so important that we peel back that stereotype that girls are just emotional people, that girls are just dramatic, that girls need to fight with other girls to get to the top or something, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, because that just, like, that distracts everyone with all the, the badness that's going on. And it also distracts us from being able to lift each other up and being able to, like, be at the top and yeah. be represented. Yeah, I don't think, like, I feel like the people who are crit- critical of the feminist movement, they think that women want to be better than men or women yeah. want to be better than other people. And especially with, like, the uh, people of color, like, feminist movement, they a lot of women think that people of color women want to be better than white women. And that's totally not the case at all. Like we just want to have the same opportunities as everybody else. And I think it's like you said, Hannah, it's really important that we realize that like at the end of the day, we're fighting for the same things and we're all trying to empower each other. And we need to recognize that women don't have to be a certain way in order to be a valid woman. Like Mm -hmm. you were saying, you are enough how you are. If you Mm -hmm. identify as something, you don't have to justify it to anybody else that you are that. Mm -hmm. For sure. I know a lot of women are critical of the feminist movement, and I know a lot of men are critical too. And I feel like, like you said, it's the same thing that men think the feminist movement is women trying to prove that they're better than men, but not the fact that they're trying to be equal to men. And that's why they're critical because they just think that we want to show everyone that women are better, that men are not worth anything, or just, I see like a lot of posts again, like a lot on social media about like men thinking that feminist movement is a movement to bring down men. But in fact, it's like, I know like we fight for like men to have certain rights as well. So it's like all about equality, but I feel like some people don't understand what it fully means. And so they start criticizing it without understanding like what it is that they're criticizing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like when people criticize feminist and the feminist movement, um, do you think that comes from a place of just like, they don't know like what they're criticizing? Or do you think it just comes from a place of just like, um they you know like they just like where do you think that comes from i really think it does come from a place of like uneducation and um also just like listening to other people and not figuring things Mm -hmm. out for themselves because literally if you like look up the definition of feminism it's a fight for women's equality and gender equality not for anyone to be on top of anyone in any sort of type of race as if this is a race like yeah um not that that they aren't really willing to find out either I think like Mm -hmm. oh I'm so sorry I was just gonna say I think there's like such deep-rooted misogyny that whenever men like look upon women you know trying to empower themselves and are very vocal about empowering themselves, they often think it looks like, you know, childish. Like, ugh, why are they empowering themselves? Like, if, if they wanted to be taken seriously, they wouldn't be, like, yelling about it and complaining about it. When that's literally all we want to do is ensure that we have equality and we feel like that's not going to happen unless we yell about it, unless we complain about it, unless we empower other women, unless we empower ourselves publicly. Because being silent for so long it takes a toll on a woman and it takes a toll on society in general because it allowed for that deep-rooted misogyny. So now, you know, why is this even happening? 
everyone in reality all we want is just the same rights as everybody else but because of our vocal like how vocal and how loud the movement is people assume that it means we want to be better mm-hmm. but it just means we want to be equal we just want to be vocal about it yeah i was going to go off of um what milan said she said it may be due to a lack of education and i think the word of this year is education to be honest like you have to make the conscious decision oh i said that weird decision <laughs> to learn and it, like what you said the actual definition of feminism if you look for better than anyone else but that comes from education right so i think it's very important for people to not only similar to what she said not just conform to other people's opinions and say like okay you say that so i'm gonna be no go out for yourself and go out and your opinion but educate yourself i think it's very important yeah um and i think that goes back to what i said about you know kind of growing up with this like misogynistic like uh, like it's just it's just kind of deep rooted and everything um you know and it's and also like things like st- um stereotypical like gender roles are deep rooted and everything and i don't think it's like anybody's like particular fault like sometimes like i know i was growing up like with a lot of love right but that doesn't um exempt anybody in my family from being misogynistic at times because that's just that's just where our society's at and that's really sad and it doesn't stop like from like when I grew up when I was given things like oh you know this is pink so it's yours you know um and so I think that's just another thing that is important to talk about you know okay so let's go into like kind of the next point which is um why is representation important so we've kind of talked about like why we want to be represented right like what is that, right? And so why do you think it's important to be represented? And why is that important? Yeah, so I think representation is very important because it makes people feel that they can do it. If they see someone who looks like them, then it's like, okay, that can possibly be me. And for example, I grew up tumbling. I was a power tumbler. So when I was younger, I looked up to Gabby Douglas. Like I, I watched Gabby Douglas because she was an African-American female who was just amazing at gymnastics and doing extremely well. So I would like rush home from the pool in the summer to like watch her because I was like, man, like if she can do it, I can do it. And it made me feel empowered. It made me feel that like I have a chance to be like her one day. Yeah. I think representation matters because it can like shape how minorities are viewed by society and how we view ourselves because I've grown up like like with Disney shows and stuff like that I never saw anyone who looked like me I mean of course on like Jesse on like Disney Channel you know Robbie was there but like it was always a stereotypical representation of oh like the Indian kid is like nerdy like like a weird outcast kind of kid yeah. and so it just kind of like affected how I viewed myself and I mean this kind of sucks but like I grew up thinking that to be pretty or be liked by others that you had to be white that you had to be um fit like the Eurocentric beauty standards and it wasn't like everyone's accepted the way that they are it's just that you have to be the skin color to be liked by others and I feel like that watching tv shows and watching movies growing up that were like predominantly white characters and if anyone was of ever like a different person of color um they would be viewed as like the stereotypical character um and so i just think that like really hurt like 
when I grew up because like I always wished that um, I wasn't the skin color that I was um, white because then I would be liked by others or that people would think I was pretty. So I definitely think that representation matters so that people know that, you know, that everyone is beautiful in their skin color and that there are people like them out there and that characters you can relate to and build on. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like that brings up like another point about like representation in media because not all representation I feel like is good representation. Um, you know, growing up, well, I am Asian, so whenever I would see, like, an Asian character on a TV show, they would always be portrayed as somebody who was, like, smart, you know, like, oh, they're so nerdy, they're so smart, and, um, you know, I feel like there's that there's that typical stereotype for every single race when you're watching like media growing up um tv shows movies um they would just kind of play the stereotype and so while people are like praising oh you know they have they're so diverse right but it's like it wasn't really diverse because they were showing one type of person every single time mm -hmm. i definitely think that like very recently there's been a lot of conversation about like asian representation in the media which I am so happy that like um, people, Asian Americans are actually getting the representation they deserve. Like I think the movie that kind of started all of that was Crazy Rich Asians. Like it wasn't a movie devoted to the stereotypes of Asian people. It was literally just a normal movie with an Asian cast, which is crazy to me. But I also think that like with Asian representation in the media, it's so important to have South Asian representation in the media because I always notice that like when people refer to Asian, they're usually talking about East Asian. And sure, yes, there are South Asian characters in American television shows, but like you said, it's the Ravi stereotype, the Baljeet stereotype. It's always like that token character who's smart and socially unaware and like very stereotypically Indian. And I definitely would love to see just like like Crazy Rich Asians, a normal movie with a completely Indian cast and no one is getting made fun of for their cultures. Their traditions are incorporated into the movie and it's not made into this big, like, you know, spectacle. Yeah. I would really love that. And I know there's obviously, like, Bollywood, but that's not the media that, like, Western, like, Western people don't consume Bollywood media. Yeah. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it needs to be more attainable to women in America because I know so many people just like me who feel like, they can't find someone in the media that they can relate to or someone that they can connect to. So everything just feels so detached even more than it, it already does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like, do. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say like Crazy Rich Asians, that was an American movie within all like Asian cast practically, like for, for the most part. And then like um, Black Panther, I think is another good example of like, um, almost sort of rewriting history and showing the part of black people and black culture that is not normally seen. And so I think that would be really great for South, uh, South Asians to have that sort of movie or just representation in that sort of media in order for it to be like normalized. Have y'all seen Never Have I Ever on Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Because I don't know how I feel. I don't think I liked it. <laughs> I think it was okay. I mean, I was glad that it like the main character was South Asian, but I feel like some of the things that was going on in that show, like I didn't necessarily agree with, and it didn't like 
correctly portray a couple of things. So, like, I have mixed feelings on it. Um, but I'm so glad that there's like something out there, I guess. And it's just like insane to me, like how many people I've like talked to people and they're like, wait, India is in Asia, or like, wait, Indians are Asian. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so crazy to me because like, it's 16 year old people like asking is India is India in Asia and I just think that when people think <laughs> I just think that when people think of the word Asians they think of Chinese Korean and Japanese like that's the main that comes to their mind not like South um, South Asia so I just think that we need more representation because I barely ever see anyone like me that's a main character that's not a stereotypical character on um, television yeah, like, and never have I ever, I tried to, like, baby so much, like, I really did, but again, like, I think the mom was very stereotypically Indian, mm -hmm. and that kind of permeated throughout the entire show, because baby, like, drew very heavily from her family. I also think that, like, there was this whole underlying plot of, like, arranged marriage, which I don't think accurately represented like what arranged marriage is and how it actually is for Indian families and like the tradition and stuff behind it so I think like they tried but it kind of fell flat and I would really like to see them try again like obviously you're not going to get it right on the first try and that's okay like we can't um crucify these media corporations and companies for you know maybe not getting it right for the first time they try but I definitely think that like after repeated attempts, they need to start getting things a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. I did want to add, while we're talking about representation in media, I think it's very important to realize that putting one person of color in a picture <laughs> does not mean that, oh, it's diverse, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what that means. Because then if that keeps happening, where like that one person is just put in that picture, just to show like oh it's diverse tokenism right then it's just like well no like it's, it's it's not really diverse it's like i feel like sometimes some people may try to or brands or things like that may try to show that they are diverse but only show like one person in a full picture who is a person of color but oh we're diverse we're no like you have to actively get people who are diverse you have to actively try to like expand your brand and be diverse i i know at gymshark they were um i i was seeing something and their models are diverse yeah it's not just the typical shape of what models have been portrayed as in the past and so they are like it seems like they are actively trying to include and um, i'm glad you mentioned body type also because yeah. like if you have maybe a colorful i guess colorful cast of models that's exactly. still leaving out a huge portion of the population exactly. like, like rihanna with savage savage x fenty exactly. like that that fashion show is yeah and like even i know target um, some of their models have stretch marks. We were literally, I was just talking to Milan and Amar about stretch marks. Some of their models have that. It's real. It's natural. And I think that's important to represent that as well for people to see, like, why doesn't my skin look airbrushed? Because mm -hmm. it's not, like, not everyone's skin is airbrushed, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I wanted, I wanted to bring that up, um, while we were talking 
about media. I just I think, think it's like, important. you know, from a consumer standpoint, I think people don't, I think companies are afraid to start including more diversity mm-hmm. and more representation when it comes to body types and, um, you know, like skin color because they're like, oh, people won't find the website like aesthetically pleasing or like there's not matching, which number one, that is so rude to people of color and to um, necessarily not the perfect model body type because they're people too and they should find beauty within themselves. Exactly. Also, like if you are shopping on a website, I don't want to buy things sometimes because I don't know what it's going to look like Mm -hmm, on me. I don't know like if it's going to fit me well, but if I see it on someone who maybe looks more like me or if I see it on a varying, varying body types, short people, tall people, bigger sizes, smaller sizes, then to the consumer, that's just easier to know if they like it or not. Mm -hmm, Because I know so many people who avoid shopping online altogether Mm -hmm. because they literally don't know what it's going to look like on them because it looks so different on every single model. Yes. I was literally doing some online swimsuit shopping and like I had a a specific model that I would go to and I would be like, okay, what does it look like on her? Oh, okay. I can probably pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that we should have not like we, we should have body type we should have stretch marks cellulite um you know people of color everything disabilities disabilities oh polo mm-hmm. i think um polo the the brand i Ralph think Lauren I, polo? yeah or if it was polo i think it was but they were they, they had models um kid models who were disabled and um it was one teenager and she was disabled and she was modeling i think that's so important to show that like you have to be inclusive because not everyone fits into this one small category yeah for sure everyone is so different and just to include everyone that's Mm -hmm. the move just the move Mm -hmm. yeah and i just think that goes to show like it's not just like media and politics and all this it evades all aspects of life like I, you know, like we don't always feel represented in all aspects of life. And with that, that's like with clothes. And I also want to bring up like makeup too. Like if you ever go to um, Sephora or anywhere they sell makeup and you look at the names of like the foundations and everything, they're like for like whites, for like um, the more like lighter skin tones, it's like, oh, this is like peach marshmallow or whatever. It's like a porcelain, it's like (laughs) desirable, right? And then if you look at the darker skin tones, it's like, this is nut, this is hazelnut. It's like, like something super weird. It's like, why, like, I just, it goes to show like what's desirable. Like they make it so that certain skin type, a certain, body type, a certain skin tone, a certain way to look is desirable. And that is so damaging for young girls Mm -hmm. to see that, right? Because not only is it like, oh, I'm different because of my skin tone, right? It's not, it's just like everything for me is like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel normal, you know? Um, Not only like body type, just like race, the way I look, you know, everything is just so so different and then people like to just put it in a box like oh you're all this you're all one thing you know um so I think it's definitely important to talk about not just like in media but people of color and like makeup and clothing everything of course for I sure agree. I do want to correct myself Tommy Tommy, Tommy Hilfiger, Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> I want to correct myself it was not Polo it was Tommy Hilfiger yes there we go all right yeah um okay so i think that we just 
kind of covered like a lot of what we wanted to say about, you know, like women and people of color and like how we feel about that because we're all people of color, you know, we're all women. Um, and so now I think we should talk about, you know, people of color, like women that we admire because it is so important to talk about those women. So maybe like all of us just talk about like maybe like one person that we like admire and like who they are and what they stand for and why they inspire us. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of Tommy Hilfiger, Zendaya is one of my favorites. Um, she actually made a whole like fashion line with uh, Hilfiger. I didn't know that. Wow. She That's did, awesome. yeah. Um, and her designer, Law Roach, yeah, they're uh, great. But um, yeah, I've looked up to her since shake it up i was what like eight um and i've just followed her for her entire career and for my entire life and just seeing um the things that she does and how she is admired by people it's kind of like so just by nature she sort of has that model look just in general it's She's but beautiful. she is really gorgeous yeah. but like she she just kind of has it like that she was just born like that and so it's almost like she's sneaking into that world and she pulls the people who who really like go towards that that model aesthetic that that what we've all been um influenced to believe is perfect and she goes into that world and changes it like lets them know it's it's okay to be yourself it's okay to it you should be being yourself you should um just go out and make a difference in the world one of my favorite things that she did was for her 18th birthday she went to africa and just did a ton of community service for her birthday her 18th birthday so yeah she's my favorite <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i can go after her i was i was honestly trying to think of someone else other than zendaya <laughs> who has like I feel like made an impact in my life because I, I really look up to them, but I mean, I couldn't like, I mean, I'm sure there, there's so, so many, many. So no, many. no, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wanted to choose from there. There are so many, but the person who has like, who I have looked up to for the longest, um, is Zendaya as well. You know, I was trying to think of other people and, you know, things like that, but I'm like, look, I mean, is Zendaya as well? Because yeah, she was on Dancing with, I mean, I'm sorry, she was on Disney Channel, then after Disney Channel, I saw her in Dancing with the Stars, and I was like, oh my goodness, that is so cool, and then I watched Watching Dance Moms too, so I thought I was a dancer at that time, <laughs> but then I saw her on, like, Spider-Man, and she, like, branches out in this category, and then she goes on Euphoria, I'm oh, like, man. and then I your favorite movie, The Greatest Showman, The Greatest Showman, guys, <laughs> oh, The Greatest Showman, I think it's so cool how she shows that you don't have to stay in one specific area yes. you yeah. know and especially I, I feel like that would be hard when you when you work for Disney you know because you have if you work on Disney that's just how it is um and I don't know I think it was really cool just like seeing her journey and I think she's an awesome person and there are so many women of color that are so great to look up to. It just so happens that the person that I look up to the most, it happens to be Zendaya as well. The woman of color happens to be as well. Yeah. Um, me personally, um, politics plays such a huge role in my life, especially recently. So a couple of 
people of color women that I admire are AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Stacey Abrams, and I'd say like Ilhan Omar, a lot of these um, congresswomen, senators, just people in politics who are women in POC are probably the women that I aspire to be the most, simply because, oh, and Sonia Sotomayor, she's a Supreme Court justice. It's just because for the longest time, I have always wanted to, air quotes, change the world, because I just feel like I've, give, I've been given this position of privilege, I've been given this voice, I've been given an opportunity, and I have to use it to change the world for the better because I know that there are so many girls like me who want the same opportunities that I have and may not be able to have them and I want to be the one to give it to them and women like AOC, Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, Sonia Sotomayor, all of these women in politics are such real people to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes politicians can have that facade where they feel so unattainable. They feel like these forces that you can't talk to, that you can't relate with. They're just there and they make all of your decisions for you. But people like AOC, even though I may not necessarily agree with every single thing she says, I know that she looks out for the working family. She looks out for the people in her community. She is there. She is on the ground. She is real. She says what she needs to. She corrects people if she wants to. She is so outspoken and she's so young. And Sure, maybe I don't agree with every single thing she says on the planet, but I look up to her so much simply because of how much of a real, authentic person she feels. Mm -hmm. And also, growing up in Georgia, Stacey Abrams, like, she is such a force to be reckoned with, mm -hmm. and I just, I want to be them. <laughs> I want to be them so much. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I just really thought of someone who actually has, like, I do really look up to Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, she, I mean, she's just amazing. You know, with how she was as the first lady of the United States. And even after being the first lady, she's still like super active. And I think she's so inspiring. I really think that she's amazing. So I want to throw her in there too. Okay. I want to hear about you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me, Hannah, yeah. And I, we definitely love AOC. Um, we did like mm -hmm. an episode about women that inspire us. Uh, inspire inspire us and AOC was one of them and also with politics one of the women was like Amal Queenie she was Lebanese and she's a, like a really well-known lawyer and I feel like people only know her as like George Clooney's wife but like she is like a really important like figure in politics she like advocates for minorities for women she stands up for like rights and I want to be a lawyer and do something in politics and it's only 34 percent of women are lawyers like out of the, everyone that's lawyers, like thirty-four percent of them are women, and then I, I'm guessing the amount of people, like the amount of women that are of color in that thirty-four percent, is probably like a way lesser amount. So she definitely inspires me. And then Hannah sent me like a list of some of the um, people that you said like inspired you, and I saw like Yara Shahidi on there. I think yes, she. I think she is amazing. She. Um, she like runs this organization, I forget what it's called, but like inspires teens to vote. She's been on like shows to talk about rights and advocate for like certain things with Michelle Obama and Oprah. And so I just think that she is also a really, really good woman. Mm -hmm. 
um, as we said, we did a whole episode about women we admire, um, but definitely somebody that I admire, that's a POC, that's a woman, um, is um, Jenny Han. She is a Asian American like writer. Um, and she actually wrote the book um, To All the Boys Love Before for context. I'm sure like you guys probably seen that movie on Netflix. Um, but she's just such an amazing writer. Um, and I am an aspiring journalist and writer. And so it's so important to me to kind of look up to or see that somebody else is like a successful writer and they are the, kind of the same as me, you know, because um, I don't feel like there is a lot of um Right, mainstream writers that are like popular that have taken off that are POC or even like women. Um, I just feel like there just isn't. And then if there are, they aren't really talked about. And so I just like, like talking about her because she's just such an inspiration to me. I mean, she made it so that her main character was Asian American. And that is just so rare in YA like novels. Like, I don't know if you guys are readers or not, but I definitely am. And a lot of the books that I read growing up, a lot of the books that I still read, I don't, I don't have a character who's like me. And if it is a character that's like me, it's like, again, a token character that's just like a side character or is supposed to be smart or something like that. And so, and, you know, she was told by like publishing companies, like, oh, you know, we, we don't know if that's going to like sell to people. Right. And so it's like, it's so important that I got to read that book and read her work and her other writings and just like look up to her and see that there's people like me in her writing and that she is a person like me, you know? I'm a big reader too. And I think one author that I really love, um, her name is Carmen Maria Machado. She's, I think, mm -hmm. Puerto Rican. I may be wrong. It's kind of slipping my brain right now. But she wrote a memoir called In the Dream House. And it's actually chronicling an abusive relationship. And she also is a member of the LGBTQ community, which I think is amazing that now the, um, I guess, uh, journalism and authorship field is now starting to be filled with so many people. And I know that um, there is a book subscription called Book of the Month, which recently came under fire in like the J June, July time when the Black Lives Matter movement was really at its peak. And they have done so much internal reform since then. Like now almost all of their picks are from different genres with um, P POC authors and they've done a really great job. So I highly recommend, Hannah, if you're looking for some more books to read that have um, mm -hmm. diverse authors and diverse subject matters, I think Book of the Month subscription has started actually being super diverse with their work after the entire Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, thank you so much for telling me about that. I would definitely like to hear and read from more like people of color because I just feel like I read the same like token, like why? And it's, it's frustrating, you know, it's, it's frustrating, like even in media and like we talked about it, you know, um, you want to be represented. Um, so anyways, that was kind of our discussion about women, people of color, people that we admire. Um, yeah. Lonnie, do you want to read the yeah, and so we hope you enjoyed our special guest from just uh, just a podcast. And so make sure to check out their podcast, and make sure to check out the episode we recorded on their podcast. And yeah. Yes. Thank um, you so much for so much. Us. This was such a fun discussion. I love talking to you guys. Yeah, it's been so fun. Um, 
yeah, make sure to follow them on social media and listen to their episodes. They're a really, if you liked hearing them, you should hear them on their own podcast. They're amazing. I've, I've listened to like a lot of their episodes and they're just so wonderful and they're wonderful people and they're just amazing talkers. So make sure to go check their podcast out. It's just a dot, dot, dot podcast. Um, and we hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully you took away something from it. Yes. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice and safety and passion and giving you peace of mind with all the things that happened to us today. Because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us. We'll hope you join us next time.